It's Groundhog Day. Is it? No. <laughs> Feels like but, it. But but did you? I mean, it's it's that time of season. But did you did you watch? Uh, do you watch Groundhog Day when it comes to Groundhog Day? I try to. I haven't really? been able to every year, but I do try to. Oh, I was kind of curious about that. It's such a fantastic film. It is. It is. Uh, you know. So I don't. I don't know. By the time of this recording, I don't know what he saw, but it could be. We could be reliving this 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 podcast episode. We might be. I think some of our our viewers probably think that it's Groundhog Day seeing this actually. So. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the show that brings you hilarious, unapologetic conversations only these neighbors can have. Join them and guests in their weekly mission to expand the neighborhood. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. <laughs> hey, what's going on, anymore. guys? I don't know anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> what's up what's up welcome hey, to everybody. neighbors don't knock welcome back to the show if this is your first time do like subscribe and follow you can get us anywhere you get your podcasts and we have uh lots and lots of video content on our youtube channel this year yeah yeah it's great we like all you loyal neighbors out also make sure you go to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock leave us a free audio message uh some neighborly advice or just shoot us an email at admin at neighbors don't let us know what's up if you have any neighbor queries Please share. Indeed. So. And your pod inbox <laughs> message may wind up on the show itself. So that can be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just ask Julie. What's up, Julie? All right. So uh, before we roll into our topics today, because we're going to get into food delivery services uh, quite in depth uh, <laughs> a little bit, um, share some uh, which stories that I'm sure everyone has heard about. But we're going to dive into that. Uh, I wanted to give a quick little shout out to Jen Yuren. Uh, she just, uh, she was a past uh, guest on the show. Good neighbor, Jen, how are you doing? I just wanted to give her a shout out and say how awesome it is to hear that she's doing well. She was just at PodFest, uh, and was a speaker over there. So we want to just say, Hey, and wish you well. Yeah. Jen, you're interested a, a well-known mompreneur. And actually it's a great episode. If you haven't heard it, you might want to go back and check that one out. Yeah. All right. So let's dive straight into this, uh, but make sure you guys stay to the end of the episode. Cause you're going to get to hear some fantastic neighbor tweets that is becoming one of our favorite ep- uh, segments of the show. They uh, are fun. They are fun, uh, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. So food delivery services, we're going to start here. Because it's something that everyone is well versed with now. It's not. It's not a. You know, I use this one. I, I mean, no. There's very distinctive services that you use now, um, but it's become. I don't want to say it's become a problem, but it's become a, a point to where I feel a lot of people rely on them way too much. Yeah. So to be clear, we're talking about all of the Uber Eats, the Grubhub, yes. things like that. Okay. Yes. And, and let me be very clear. I, I'm talking about the 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 driver services, not not the grocery services. Okay. I mean, you could lump them in if you wanted to, like Instacart and and, and other things like that. Um, I think that a lot of the drivers probably do all of the above, sort of like the Uber and Lyft drivers. I, I'm, I'm sure services. they do. I'm I'm specifically looking at the the restaurant like taking food from restaurants and delivering it. Mm-hmm. So uh, versus the grocery store, I, I feel like that's a little bit different um, in the sense that they are going to a home, but, sure. but maybe not. So <laughs> I, just I the, know. just the straight, I need lunch delivered to me now. Kind it, of it, exactly. Services. Well, well, let's start here. Do you, do you utilize these services in your house? I do not. 
You do not, as a rule, or just because it's not. I, I've never had a good experience. Interesting. With uh, specifically, we can throw out Uber Eats. I've used Grubhub before. I've used, I've used uh, several of them because you know you get promotions and okay, let's try it out. Yeah. Uh, I have either had it come food come that was missing, or it took so long that it's cold. Mm-hmm. Now I, it's been a while. I'm I'm gonna be pretty honest about it. it it's been a long time since I've ordered using one of those services. So would I get the same experience now? I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I, I ha- it wasn't just a one-time thing when I tried this. It was several trials of, of using their services sure. that things were missing or wrong or you know, food was cold or it just, or the driver was, uh, was not that great or, you know, do you get a little, a little worried that maybe they mess with your food? Not, well, now I do. <laughs> I get a little paranoid about that. I have used these services, uh, much more frequently in the past than I do in, in my current workflow and in my current life. But when I was working every single day out of an office, we would use those services frequently the nature of what I do for a living doesn't allow me to leave the desk. I have to eat at the desk. We don't get yeah. breaks. So they can be uh, useful services. But I, I did often think like, wow, I, how do I know they didn't spit in my smoothie? Or it, it's, it's a very <laughs> creepy feeling. Or, or the guy's just like, oh, God, this he ordered this. Oh. <laughs> you know? Seriously, I, I get really worried about that, that. That's just a mean driver, by the way. I hope none of you who are delivering food out there do that. Uh I mean, I, I'm not arguing that the that the service is not beneficial to many, but it better be beneficial because they charge you out through the nose for this that, stuff. It's that's where very I was. Expensive. I would, you actually led me right there. It is. It used to be you you tip the driver, or it was just a a small fee for the service. Right now, it's its own price in general. Yeah, not only is the service its own price, they have all these mystery fees that they tag in. You know, first you have the delivery fee, well, then depending you have the where, surcharge. Where, where you're getting the food from at, also, they can tack on their fees, which in, then... Indeed, but restaurants get killed by these guys because they have to pay these, these services every single time an order is made. And we all know, anyone in the restaurant industry knows that the margins in the food industry are extremely razor thin. So it's very difficult for these restaurants to afford these services. But another big problem that I didn't realize until a couple of years ago... A lot of these services change the individual price for the items you're ordering. So when you order on Grubhub or Uber Eats and you're ordering from Taco Bell, it might not be the Taco Bell price. They, I, they I, add love how, like, I love how our go-to is always Taco Bell. I love me some Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> I'm gross, man. Bring it on. I'll plow through like six or eight of those soft tacos. No problem. Not You're not a gordita fan? I'm not a gordita fan. No, I st- I'm, I'm very easy. I just stick with the conventional, basic, soft taco. Okay. Well, all right. So I, I digress. But So you were, you were saying, you know, the, the prices, yeah, are ridiculous. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. And... It's causing this little trickle effect of restaurants to raise prices, all except typical fast food, it seems like. Like restaurants. I'm specifically like, you know what I'm talking about? Not not McDonald's, not, you know, Wendy's. Yeah, or no, they've, fast they've definitely had to raise about. their dine-in prices to accommodate for the fees that are being charged for these services. But I actually had an experience recently. A family member of mine called in and ordered to a restaurant and went and picked it up. And the owner of the restaurant came out practically in tears, thanking him for coming and getting the food on his own because the delivery services are are hurting him so badly. I am one of those. I would prefer to go pick up my food 
knowing that it just came out or they just prepared it. I know I'm if something's missing, I'll check it. You know, I, yeah. If anybody's spitting it, it's you. Yeah, you ex- to... exactly. Or at least you you have a, a smaller window of opportunity for for spit to end Just up in your dipping food. your finger in that sauce. <laughs> oh goodness! I worked in. I was a waiter at times. So I, was I, I know yeah. there was some some not great things that happened uh, in that kitchen. No comment. So. <laughs> um, you know. Okay, so I guess the question that I'm wanting to look at and tackle is are we allowing these services too much leeway as far as where and when they can deliver, when people can order? Do you think that they are getting too much access for people are able just to order them at, at any given time and have them come anywhere? And, and I say that because I, I want to I, I put that out there because I want to look at this, this article, this incident that happened uh, not long ago, and a lot of you guys who are sports fans or just – saw it might know this story it was an uber eats delivery man that walked onto a basketball court at a college uh, basketball game really yes uh during the game duquesne and loyola chicago had a basketball game the game was going on it it was and he was it was disrupted and 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 there's a video you can you can all go check out the video and, and i might post the link in uh, in our episode description. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And, let's and so you got to check that video, video out. Uh, but the dude, I mean, he's like in the, like, he has a bag of McDonald's, clearly a bag of McDonald's and a drink or something. And the announcers, the TV announcers are sitting there watching this dude walk onto the court. And it's not like he's walking on. Now, he didn't walk to the middle of the court. This let, is fantastic. Let, he just walks, you know, kind of onto the corner. But what was worse is if you watch in the video, the game is going on like two feet from him. Like one of the basketball players almost hits him. You know, it's not like they were at the other end of the court, you know, and he's just wandering around. You know, he's just in his own little world. I, I, I'm part of me thinks that he was on something, you know, as a, as a driver, just not, not being all there. Cause I, I mean, you don't have to be a sports fan or someone with sports knowledge to realize that there's something going on in the middle of a basketball game (laughs) in the middle of like an event that's happening when there's things. Yeah. You think all the guys in the striped shirts, they're they're like trying to wave him off and, you know, cause if they blow a whistle, then all the players are going to like stop. Right. So, so you know what I mean? So like they're trying to get rid. (laughs) It was just a debacle. Now they stopped it. They corrected it. Apparently it was somebody that was at the game it wasn't. It was, now they made a joke. The announcers made a joke that it was somebody on the, the like on the team that ordered it or something. You want those fries, buddy? <laughs> they, they've got to arrive hot because McDonald's fries are the best. But there's nothing worse than cold McDonald's fries. I so. know, right? But apparently, it all worked out that the whatever patron or somebody that was there ordered their Uber Eats. So this McDonald's. was this was a spectator who ordered a food delivery in the middle of a game yeah, to be I mean, delivered to his seat. And so that's what I'm wondering. Do they just allow people, if you're an Uber Eats driver, it's like it's like press credentials now. It's like, I got food, you know, and they just let you go in. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, shoot, man, if I, if I got World Series or Super Bowl tickets, it's like, I guess I'm just ordering Uber Eats and let them come right to me. So this, I'm not going to go stand and wait for that $15 beer. This raises a lot of questions because I would think the facility would have rules against this. And also, how did he make his way into the facility with no ticket? I don't know. And even being a college game, not a professional basketball game, even being a Forgive college me, game. Forgive me, it was a college game. It was okay. a college game, yeah. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a professional game. 
But even being that, you still have to have tickets. Students still have to scan their IDs or have passes to get in. So it's not; these are not free events. Now, maybe if it was considered a free event, which I, I, I highly doubt that a televised college basketball game, you know, because that, that's that's money. That's money revenue. There, there's no way that they would just allow that free. No, um, it's a little money. And, and I guess correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody out there, if if that was the case, then I guess there's no issue if it's a free event. You know, I, I guess I could see that happening, but I. I I've, I know very few college sporting events, especially basketball or football, that are free. This is fascinating. So I, I think that we can all agree this definitely crosses some some really strange lines. First of all, just the audacity of, of ordering food while you're in your seats at an event and having it delivered to you. That's the, the For the patron, that's a little uh, brazen, if you ask me. But also... In a post 9-11 world where you go through metal detectors and have to have your purses searched and all that for almost every single event of this kind, how is this dude just rolling up with the back of McDonald's? Like, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> that makes no sense. I, I'm, I'm thinking he might have been on something. Well, I've definitely had food delivery drivers who have been high as kites. And I've actually which which honestly that bugs the crap out of me. Yeah, me too. I, I'm sorry because I don't want you smelling like ass showing up with my food. Yeah, I had to, uh, for not a food delivery situation, but a ride hail situation, I actually had to tell a Lyft driver to pull over and let me out because they were so high, it was so obvious, and it was just, it scared the hell out of me. I don't care who you are or what you do on your own time. What you do on your own time and, and your, that, that's fine. That, that's your business. But when you are providing a service, take pride a little bit in that service. I, yeah. I'm not against people that that smoke weed. Yeah, it's no not, judgment. It's, I'm not judging anyone doing that. That that doesn't bother me. You know, I, I you know I'm not going to go back and say that I've never done anything like that. Uh, it's not something I still do, and I don't like it anymore. It's not something I want to do anymore. You know what I mean? So when so, and it just to me it's just it's a bad taste when someone shows. I mean. I don't know. I, I'm starting to get really worked up about this because I don't want my food or that to, to leak. It's like someone who smokes inside your house. Yeah. If you don't smoke and someone comes in and lights a cigarette or a cigar and smokes in your house, it's it's going to reek and it'll mess with you, man. Like whether you I, people will feel sick or nauseous or just it like, like sinks into your clothes and your furniture yep. and carpets. I've had I've had food delivery show up where the bag itself does smell like either weed or really nasty cigarette smoke and it's it's not cool man it's the most unappetizing no, and experience see, those are the guys that I would worry about that are spitting in your food and or eating your food you know you don't think one of them's ever snuck a fry or a tater tot I'd have a hard time not sneaking a fry if I were. A <laughs> I mean, how many delivery. times? How many times have you guys got like a to, like a, a fast food fries or something, and through a drive-through, had it sitting there next to your your seat as you're driving, and not had resisted taking a fry or something? I would challenge anybody to that would be un that would be successful of not taking a fry. I'll even make myself, I'll force myself to get through it, even if it's like piping super hot, you know, you're kind of burning your tongue <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? My brain's, mm, salt, fat, and sugar, <laughs> ah. So, okay, so going back to this food services, do you think that it's getting a little bit out of control, or do you, do you think that we really need to start regulating uh, some things? Because obviously Uber doesn't care. Uber Eats was, and the guy got paid, and you know what they tweeted? There, the Uber Eats replied to Twitter uh, to a Twitter post of the incident by tweeting, 
nothing but net. That was that, that was that was their their reply. Hey, good PR. Well, way way to go, guys. That's uh, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think. Is it? Is it good no. PR? <laughs> no, I, I do think that this is completely out of hand, and I and I do think that it's going to be a problem that corrects corrects itself because you know I'm a free market capitalist kind of guy, and the bottom line is these services are just too expensive. People people cannot afford to pay these premiums to get you know their lunch from down the street delivered. I completely it's making un- gas look it's making gas look good. Yeah, <laughs> gas prices are look, starting to look indeed. good. <laughs> I, I completely understand paying up for the convenience, and I'm all about the consumer having the right to do that. I'm all about these people who are out there trying to make a living delivering the food. More power to you. But I do think that you might want to keep alternative career paths in mind because I do think there's going to be a short-lived trend. I think that interesting. I think that restaurants are going to be pushing back. We're already seeing it. We're already seeing restaurants either partnering up directly with these services. So, for example, with Chipotle, when you order, you are uh, getting a delivery. I believe it's DoorDash that they're partnered up with. Oh, okay. But, but it's all through the Chipotle app. That way Chipotle can you know, specifically control the pricing of it. I think we're going to see that, and that's going to shrink down uh, the, the power that these delivery services have. And I think the consumer is going to just realize one day that paying twice twice the amount practically for whatever meal you're getting is just absurd most people do have the time to jump in the car and go grab it yeah no i I, i'm with you i i think i i agree with you i I just i don't know when we're gonna see this shift you say we're seeing it now i don't see that at the moment i'm kind of hoping that it recorrects itself but let me ask you this if if you were going to use the service because you've used it more than i have uh, uh but if you were where would be the one place that you would want to try to use a service that might not be the what would be the most unconventional place to try to use a food delivery service that's a really interesting question it'd be really funny to do it at somebody's private party oh man so you're at a, like a kid's <laughs> birthday party <laughs> or mcdonald's something. shows up with totally a, <laughs> that'd well, be Wendy, really funny Wendy's frosty shows Taco up bell baby you know? just like shows up in a bag <laughs> oh that's mine sorry sorry but it rings the family's doorbell that'd be just hilarious <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good one man I'm, i i i was thinking more public events kind of like on the on along what this guy was doing it's like where could i get away with that right uh, I mean, can you imagine being at uh, like the Houston Rodeo, which is going to be coming up here shortly, which is a big deal here in in Houston and Texas. You can you imagine being at the rodeo and and having like an Uber or DoorDash guy walking around yeah. looking for you? You know, How about somebody's wedding. Oh my! Oh wow! How hilarious would that be? Wow! Like, well, it, was, it was chicken or steak. I didn't want either. Yeah, so yeah, I wanted pasta. <laughs> I had to get Ciro's <laughs> delivered. I think that'd be absolutely hilarious. What would be even worse, though, is if he delivered it to a wedding and it was right at like the toast moment or the cutting of the cake, and then you got a guy walking around. You're going, George, George, do I have a George in here? You know, I like it. Be really funny. You know, I, I will tell you a, a personal story though, and and this is for my listeners. I, I hope that you think about this uh, for your, the safety of yourself and of your family because I made a mistake once from a safety standpoint with these food delivery services. My family and I were on a road trip. We were coming back from the Northeast. I wasn't feeling well, so I wasn't quite thinking things through as I normally do because you know me, I'm normally a pretty paranoid guy. Well, got it delivered to a rest stop. No. Those aren't aren't good spots. That'd be horrendous. (laughs) No, but I did have it delivered to our hotel room. Okay. And this hotel room, I'm talking, you know, fifth floor, way down the hallway, secluded. The hotel wasn't very busy, so it was kind of like creepy, the shining, empty kind of feeling. 
And this delivery service gentleman came up to my hotel door. It's not like the lobby called and said, food's here. I realized opening the door, what did I just do? I just told this guy that me, my wife, and my daughter are staying here for the night. He can see all of our bags in the background. It was a very stupid move. It was very dangerous. So I hope I implore you, our audience, please keep that in mind. Maybe you don't want a random delivery driver knowing kind of like how to get access to you that's that's true that's that's a that's a fair point uh and i've never thought about it from that point of view so i i I do i do like that i I mean i know that there are some places like like disney i know like is partnered with amazon so you can get groceries delivered but they also don't deliver it to your room they deliver it to the front desk and hold it for you and then you can get and that makes sense which that 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 makes sense that so and and i never thought about just a personal hotel service. Yeah. I was and like, in fact, wow, I'm, man, you're living on the edge. Yeah, I'm living on you're the edge, baby. Living on the edge. I, I think that offices should should think about this too. Maybe you don't want some sketchy, maybe high, like we've talked about. You know, person who delivers food on the side to to be able to walk into your office and see your equipment and who's there and where Lang, they're sitting. Lang, Langley, I'm I'm speaking to you now. <laughs> maybe maybe meet them at the front door. You know, maybe that 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 DoorDash driver with your Taco Bell. <laughs> needs to go through a few more screens, <laughs> screening process before you get your <laughs> your wrapped gordita. <laughs> yeah, if they were to show up, if they were to show up for me, were the nacho Bell. fries? Are they really that important? Yeah, national w- security. No, I gotta have my nacho fries, man. Yeah, they wouldn't even call out my name. It wouldn't be like Phil. Phil, no. It would, it would be who's the nasty dude who ordered ten soft tacos. <laughs> Whoever you are, here you go, buddy. I know. Whatever, whatever's going on, you know, it doesn't matter what classified documents we're looking at. We're going to shame Phil for, for his order. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah, what I'm do curious. you guys think? I, I'm really curious. Like, hit us up. Uh, let us know. Do you think, where's the most uh, odd place to have a a fast food or a delivery service, a food delivery service uh, send you your food? Are you one of those people? Uh, do you agree with this? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. and I'm curious too. Let me know if you agree or disagree with me. Is this a short-lived trend that we're seeing, or are we in for the long haul with these services continuing to be successful and 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 growing in size? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with that, we're gonna jump into one of my favorite segments. It's time for your neighbor tweets. All right, so each week we scour Twitter and hopes to find the good, bad, ridiculous, and maybe shameful tweets that neighbors put up. Uh, some are actually really positive, but let's let's not kid ourselves. It's Twitter, so there, there's lots of shaming and things going on there. <laughs> it's the most passive-aggressive of all the <laughs> social networks, for sure. So, uh, But this week we are going to look at Richard with an R at... R.B. Walton, the real. Okay, so Richard tweets, I think my neighbor is stalking me as she's been Googling my name on her computer. I saw it through my telescope last night. So, hey, uh, Richard with an R. I don't know why you hit that. The real. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the really creepy. <laughs> That's right. Wow, um, Mr. Peeping Tom. It's, it's actually it's a clever it's a clever little tweet though. I, I think obviously he's I mean, joking, but I do. Is he? I hope. I, I hope. Is he? I, you know, there are things that people put out there. It's it's kind of like putting out. You know, it's like kidding, but like there's some truth to it. You know what I mean? 
I wonder what the legality of that is. Is there other laws against voyeurism? Can you stare into your neighbor's windows across the, the courtyard or the street with a pair of binoculars or a telescope? Is that legal? I, I feel like it is. You're not it, on it, their property. No, you're not on their property. And, and it's it, you're not it's not like there's you have a camera or something like within their uh, domain or. Yeah. Interesting. Their apartment or house or wherever you're looking, you know. Uh, so I, I feel like that from a legal standpoint, he's, he's not necessarily breaking laws. I, I Let me know if you guys know otherwise. Um, it is still creepy, you know, but let's look at it on the other side, because I maybe when they, when he says, you know, she's been Googling my name. OK, well, first of all, if this is true, if this is not just a funny tweet and this is actually happening, maybe she's Googling your name for a reason. Maybe she's seen you looking in and that's why she's googling to see if you are on any you know offender list isn't isn't <laughs> isn't dick isn't dick short for richard is it i think dick's a nickname for is, for richard is it okay i, I think i'm so. not good I with mean, that kind if of that's thing. The, if that's the case i'm pretty sure it is maybe she's looking up porn dude maybe or or maybe that she's the My one that had, keeps googling dick i mean <laughs> Well, whoever she is, uh, and Richard with an R, we hope you guys have resolved this this issue. Uh, <laughs> but our next tweet comes from us, who I know you're going to enjoy this, from Queen Bitch. At Queen Bitch. Yes. We have King Richard and Queen Bitch. This is a, <laughs> That's right. This works out well. I went, well, it wasn't King Richard. It was know, Richard it was with an R, but, but the real. <laughs> so Queen Bitch at Goblin Babe underscore tweets does anyone else have the kind of anxiety that when you're getting ready to walk out of your apartment and you hear one of your neighbors in the hall you wait like three minutes until you know the coast is clear to leave or is that just a weird thing that only happens to me is this well i know you're now you you don't live in an apartment i i live in an apartment uh so i i'll i'll gonna let you answer this first because you do have close neighbors do you hear your neighbors come out and and pause? Uh, no, I don't suffer from agoraphobia, so <laughs> I, I don't avoid any people, let alone my neighbors. Uh, so, Queen bitch, that that's a little little weird to me to answer your question directly. Okay, so for me, I, I live in an apartment complex, and there are people that I, I I get that you just you don't vibe with. You're you're just you're forced to live next to them. <laughs> you're not choosing to live next to them. Um, with as with most neighbors, you don't necessarily get to choose who you live next to, but you hope to make the best of it. Uh, but apartments can be a little bit busier, you know, because you have people on all sides, different floors, and they bring their friends and other people that that cross, and those hallways get loud. We've we've heard. I've been sitting in my living room, and people walk across, and you would have thought that there was a you know a frat party going yeah. on. No, I have at, lived in, in apartments hall. before. So, yeah. yeah. Have I lived below people as well? I mean, you're, Where you're you have to hear, yeah. Oh, boy, it's like elephants. Yeah. So I, I it's, you know, I, I don't have anxiety about that, but I can certainly understand that if there's somebody that you just don't want to face or have to deal with, that you wait. I, I'm not like that. I've never had anybody like that. I'm kind of just like, whatever, you know, I, I'm okay with confrontation. Um, but, if that suits you, I don't know. Do most of you guys out there that that have a, live in apartments have this issue, or or is there some reason why? Uh, is it just because you have anxiety, or is it because maybe you just don't like the person? So I don't know. Interesting. 
So uh, let us know what you guys think. But that will do it this week. For tweets. That's right. Make sure you send in those tweets, neighbors. All right. Well, I thought this was a pretty good episode. I had fun. I appreciate that you came over, Brian. Thank you so yeah. much. And thank you for listening and tuning in. Do spread the word. We are uh, just about, what, a third of the way, quarter yeah, of the way through season six? six? Yeah, getting, getting, getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we do have a great neighbor coming by. So uh, we're very excited for this neighbor. So make sure that you guys tune in next week. You're not going to want to miss that, especially all you animal lovers out there. There's a little tease for that. But as always, you guys, you can catch new episodes every Friday. Like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen or go to our YouTube channel and make sure that you check out those videos. Lots of fun content. So, Philip, always good to see you, my man. It's good to see you too, buddy. And all you neighbors out there, make sure you are spreading the love, helping expand that neighborhood. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Out. Out.